Welcome to the Agree to Disagree show, a show that discusses news, politics, and pop culture with your host, Luigi C. I want to see how many people I can agree to disagree with. We will try to solve life's great mysteries. Why is the sky blue? Why do we lean left or right? Why are we all nuts? Let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, I am back, and I feel so good right now. Welcome to episode 66 of the Agree to Disagree show, where we discuss current events, politics, pop culture, and social issues. It is so good to be back after a very long hiatus. I feel good. I feel energized. And in case you were wondering, I pretty much took the summer off to coach my boys in uh, summer baseball and in their baseball leagues and enjoyed every moment of it. And now again, I feel invigorated and we're back and I'm excited, guys. I have the the next month or so of guests already lined up, uh, which is great. And uh, without further ado, guys, before actually I bring on our guest for tonight, if you appreciate the show and you want to support it, I always tell you guys, all you need to do is like, share, subscribe the YouTube channel, the Facebook or IG page or podcast on any of the platforms, including Spotify and apple podcast guys uh without further ado tonight's guest is the host of the conservative nerd podcast so let's give a great canadian welcome to grayson doc to the show grayson how you doing buddy good how are you my friend thanks Um, for having me on i appreciate it my pleasure thank you for coming on and thank you for being the return guest after a long break Mm. um so i feel good have you ever first of all have you ever taken a long break like that or uh, I'm pretty much in the process of taking a break right now. It's been like, I, I might have like, like accidentally like burned myself out because I mm. was like, I was just getting cranking out episodes. And then like, I was just like, shoot, like all this current events really kind of like screws with your mind. <laughs> a bit. So yes. it's like, I, I'm, I've had to just like take a detox of the news and uh i've still been keeping up to date with the big stuff but yeah so that's interesting before we do the you know the the introduction we talk about your podcast uh i I could relate to what you said because um myself and even my wife was noticing she's like you're you're too you're too involved you're too much i mean you're burnt out luigi on the news and and it just seems like it's yeah it's it's just it seems like it's one bad thing after the other and then things i don't know about you things start getting to your head and say like are things getting worse and worse and they ever going to get better <laughs> so um i don't know how you felt about that and and how it affected you no absolutely no uh, it, it's just with all the news and especially with my show when we'll uh get to it's just even with like media and mm-hmm. like shows movies and stuff there hasn't been a whole lot of good there either <laughs> so it's like with, with and i try to like keep it 50 50 but still it's that was supposed to be like okay let's talk about some fun media but that's kind of <laughs> yeah. been that too so the challenge tonight is how do you think you're gonna like the topics we're gonna discuss because i think we're just gonna depress ourselves but listen we have to talk about it because mm-hmm. uh what I loved about the show lately, my show, is that I've had a lot of uh, guests and podcasters 
uh, from the good old US of A. And I just, you know, I, I, I want to talk about the perspective of what is going on in, in American society mm -hmm. and also, you know, see how you see ours in, and, and how, um, you know, how, how the perception is of also what's going on in Canada, because as you know, mm -hmm. a few things, very interesting things have been happening here uh, since mm -hmm. the C word. I'm not going to say it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yes, that's coal. And that's it. That's how I'm just going to say. Yeah. So without, you know, that's a good segue into what is what is the conservative nerd about? Why was it started? And um, yeah, just just give us that a little bit of a, a history of that. Well, I've always had kind of an idea in the back of my mind as I've gotten into uh, po the political um, ring, so you say. And so <laughs> I've always had this like idea in the back of my head. It's like, okay, yeah, I'd love to do uh, like a podcast. And then um, it was pretty much right after the pullout of Afghanistan uh, that just like – and not only that, but even the more conservative – uh, podcasters that I was listening to really wasn't like getting into the nitty gritty what that I think it deserved because no matter what you think about Afghanistan whether we should have yes. been there whether or not the pullout was abysmal yes. so uh and that just like I've got to say something not only that but it was a mix of that and I just hated the how I was constantly hearing that American schools, kids growing up are being taught to hate God, uh, hate America. And like, and that's just not how I was raised. And I don't know how you can have a country in a few, in a few decades with these kids growing up to hate your own country. And I, I just couldn't sit around and not say anything. And so I, that was really my push into uh podcasting and i've always been like sort of sort of nerdy and i've always thought <laughs> there has to be like a section of like conservative leaning nerds so that's what birthed the name is like conservative nerd hey why not okay so I like yeah. that. i like that i like that so there's um there's a lot to unpack there uh <laughs> so we're gonna start it right off with um and and guys don't get me for all my american users i am by far uh, i love america i have american friends i travel to america and do you feel grayson that that because of this what you said about what's being taught in your schools and and the way our kids are, are your kids are, are being educated uh do you feel that this could potentially with with everything that's going on with china right Mm -hmm. that they want to, and they make no, no, they don't hide the fact that they want to be the superpower, right? Sure. They, um, they, they're open. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they're, they're not hiding anything. They're not hiding anything. Do you, are you afraid that, you know, the empire is beginning its demise and that America is going to change because, and we're, we're already in it. We're already in that first step and God knows I don't want it to, to, yeah. to be, but mm -hmm. Do you see, like, do you, in, in talking to your fellow podcasters and friends and family and, and across the America, is that a possibility, honestly? Uh, it, I think it is because the downside is that conservatives in America and not only conservatives, but Christians have taken our hands off the reins of the culture war for so, for probably about two decades now. Okay. And it's, we're seeing the fruits of that 
now, like that we've lost so much ground. Uh, and me, I, I grew up in the church um, and my families are uh, pastors in Texas. So mm-hmm. I grew up in that uh, realm and we just been told like, okay, we'll, we'll concede, we'll concede where we're, we've always been in the seat of concession on the conservative side in America. And, and as the Christians as well, we've just constantly conceded ground that we don't have any ground right now in the yeah. media, social media, Hollywood, the uh, pol- politics, like we've lost a lot of ground in the past two years. So it, it's pretty scary what we're in right now. And if we don't start taking ground again, we're, we, we are going to, it, it's going to get be- <laughs> really bad. Well, listen, I could relate the, I could relate to the fact that, you know, um, Canada and the US, of course, alike, very similar, mm-hmm. that we're, we're formed out of Christian values. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the thing is, and I understand that that the world, and I'm not saying whether or not I'm left or right. I, I honestly mm-hmm. consider myself down the middle or just common sense, Grayson. Sure, exactly. There's, yeah. There's, <laughs> not, there's none left of it, unfortunately, mm-hmm. not enough of us guys. No, and yeah. I could respect both sides. But when I, when I see the swing coming away from Christian values to what, what I'm seeing today, we're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're and and we're gonna dis- discuss all these things because it mm-hmm. seems like the, the root is coming from the United States and, and mm-hmm. American because let's face it, right? You guys are pretty much um drive culture. Yeah. Okay? From mm-hmm. we're talking about Western world, obviously here. No, absolutely. Um, so so and I'm I'm very worried about it, and I constantly ask this question all the time. So um it, uh, when when did the when did the mindset change? What is it? What is it with this? I hate America. Listen, I know Americans uh, and history, and 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 you're not perfect. No country is right. No, not at all. The way, the way we treated our indigenous people is mm-hmm. is disgusting beyond words. Okay, sure. so we're we're not perfect. I understand that, but why this? How how could you possibly live in a country and say I hate America? It's I think this is a very recent idea, like not too far ago, Democrats, moderates and Republicans all like we might have disagreed on like tax rates and foreign policy. But now it that I it's a very recent shift to where I and I think that's where like more of like the critical race theory kind of. Hmm. weeded its way into our legal system. And I think that's where it started. Um, and not only that, but that the also bucking of these uh, Judeo-Christian values, which the West has vehemently founded on. Uh, yes. I, I think the mixture of those two is like, has begun to corrode and people's mindset. And now that you, you hear many people on the left um, that, hate america have want, want to essentially tear us down to the bare bones and even get rid of the bones because right now the mindset of a lot of the far i'm not like putting everyone on the left in i'm, I'm talking more, more the radical left mm-hmm. they're like uh white supremacy is essentially corroded all of american the our all of our foundations are founded in racism so we have to get rid of them and that that's i'd say the mindset of the current radical left so so basically you they want to tear it down and start from scratch again mm-hmm. with these um 
just asinine ideas, which again, <laughs> that, that's this, putting it mildly, you know, <laughs> and you said something before and I've always, and I've always noticed that as being a, an observer of American politics and Canadian politics, that I've never seen such a divide in, first of all, in my parliament, in mm -hmm. the Canadian yeah. system and the American never, like you said, they've, they've, they've disagreed over the years, but you know what? They always respected each other sure. and they've listened to each other. Mm -hmm. And they've even made compromises, believe it or not, guys, whoever's yeah. watching or listening to this. So where, why such a divide today? Why toward that lean towards it has to be extreme left and, mm -hmm. and I'm entrenched in my left position and mm -hmm. I'm entrenched in my right position and mm -hmm. I'm a Democrat or I'm a conservative. There is nothing in the middle. Mm -hmm. Why? Why is this? Can't we have the discussions? I've had guests. I've always said numerous times on the lefties, righties, if I don't understand someone, I want to mm -hmm. try to understand why sure. you think that way. Mm -hmm. Why? It doesn't matter whether or not I believe in a woman's right to have an abortion. Mm -hmm. But the person that does, and, I've, and I'm so happy that I've had some guests, conservatives. And you know what? I Maybe I didn't still agree with them, but you know what, Grayson? They made me for two minutes mm -hmm. or maybe for a couple of minutes made me think about why they could look at it certain sure. way. No, absolutely. Why? And that, that's been lost in today's uh, political uh, uh, conversation. And funny story enough, the guy who it was about, I'd say six years ago, I was doing like a ministry internship in uh, California in LA. And this was before I was even like politically minded at all. And the guy who really got me into politics was a Bernie Sanders supporter of all people. And that's the guy who like really like, OK, this is what Dem uh, Democrat means. This was Republican means this is conservative. Like he ran me through and I was like, OK, and I kind of just found my own niche, essentially. So and we're still friends to this day. Like mm -hmm. and we, we disagree. Probably we're, we're probably on the opposite ends of the political spectrum. But I think um, that's been lost and we really need to gain that ability back as a country to come together and discuss. It's like, I, I don't view people on the left as like moral evil people. Yeah. I, I want to have conversations with these people. You, you never in history have we ever, has it gone well when you demonize and vilify the other political side, it never has gone well. <laughs> so I'm so glad you said that. I'm so glad you said that. And, you know, going back to the Freedom Convoy and the trucker protests, right, mm -hmm. uh, this past um, summer, um, that's exactly what our prime minister did. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what he did. So I don't know if you followed you followed that. And I, I know I did I, it. I was, I was following the, the trucker convoy a little yeah. bit. And, um, yeah, and Justin Trudeau, man, he's a, he's a piece of work. <laughs> That's all I can well, say. You know, Grayson, now you're going to get me pumped. It's my first podcast back and I didn't think I was going <laughs> to talk about that. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, for the first time in my life, I'm 48. Um, I'm, I, I, I've been, I've been embarrassed to be Canadian. I'll be honest with you. Hmm. Um, just to see the way his party and especially him as an individual demonized um, anybody that disagreed with him. Mm -hmm. how he categorized the anybody that was part of the freedom convoy mm -hmm. i've never seen a politician speak that way and then turn around and and villava and just villainize everybody everybody and say sure. it was them and 
you know, the, I could be wrong. They were actually jailing yes. some of the truckers. Some if of them, I, yes. I'm correct. The leader of the leader of the actual convoy, um, Tamara Lynch, I believe her name is. Uh, mm -hmm. Forgive me if I'm if I'm wrong. She's been battling legally. She just got out of jail not long ago. Believe it or not. It's, it's it's ludicrous. It's it's just it's, sure. it's it's crazy. So basically, what I'm saying is that when you have your prime minister or your president speaking mm -hmm. this way, of course, then we should not question the divide that is happening in this country. No, right, and, or, or in any of our countries. That, that, um, that it's never happened. Like, just look back into the uh, just in it i think it was like around the russian revolution when mm -hmm. lenin and stalin was i i don't know if you're familiar with the story about the uh the kulaks the the poor farmers in russia briefly yes but uh, simply they were poor farmers in uh in the ussr that had just maybe a handful of acres to their name but the thing is they had a marginal amount of wealth in the rest of the USSR. So the Russian revolutionaries uh, called them roaches and parasites. And that led to millions of, they, they came in, killed mm -hmm. all the kulaks because their leaders started to vilify their opposing the, who they viewed as the enemy. They, they, they murdered them all. And then, but the thing is though, the kulaks were the ones making the food. So mm. everyone, once they killed all, all the people making the food, everyone starved to death. So it's like we this history is not far off, guys. And unfortunately, people have the like the memory of a concussed goldfish because they don't <laughs> like I, I, I don't know. This wasn't that long ago. No, 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 it was not. And um, that is the same way when I had some guests on and basically told me we're Marxist, we're communist. I'm like, does the name Stalin ring a bell? Did, like, did a it, it, didn't, it didn't go too well, guys. I read a little bit. I don't know. I just it just it really it it saddens me how some of the ideologies are making its way back and that they're still not gonna um learn from that. You know, mm -hmm. we're talking about pure socialism. Hello, Venezuela. Uh, you know, yeah. it's just like, guys, there's so many examples there. And you don't have there, to look, like you said, so many it just happened. Venezuela yeah. just happened, you know? Yeah, and, and the, the sad thing is Venezuela should be one of the, super, like, honestly, world superpowers with the amount of resources that Venezuela has, and Brazil, that whole continent has yeah. access to. Yeah. They should be a, a superpower with the amount of resources they have available to them. But Absolutely. that just goes to show you about this corrupted ideology that, oh, that a corrupted ideology that doesn't take into account uh, like human greed, like in that you, you can't really ignore that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see, that's what happens when, you know, in Venezuela's case, when you nationalize a natural resource, mm -hmm. right? if you're sure. going to do that, obviously, you're going to do that for the betterment of your people. Sure. But you're just, excuse, you know, for lack of a better, you're just an idiot when you base your entire economy yeah. on one natural resource. Sure. It doesn't take <laughs> much to, 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 you know, to let no. it go south when we all know what happened with gas prices and oil prices and all that. Exactly. So, See, so I know this is a a very open ended question, and it seems that everybody is is asking this question: is how do we get back, Grayson? How do how does Western culture between politicians 
because I'm I'm really losing a lot of faith in politicians and mm-hmm. and so and to, to add something to that well just how do we get back number one how do we get back to some sort of normalcy in terms of our politicians and our even divide between our people between friends mm-hmm. between family members yeah and and how far off we until people start losing it like literally bearing <laughs> arms and start really, yeah. and, and, and start uh, i'm not going to say it again here i'm not, i'm not going to i don't condone violence but until people there's like an uprising mm-hmm. uh, anarchist i don't know i don't, we're I we're, we're on a tipping point and a boiling point with our the political t- turmoil in the west and i think that is a very important question that my my answer would be to like to stop villainizing the opposite political side and that that to me and the I, I i voted for trump i supported trump but that's the one thing he didn't do well is lower the political uh tension in america yeah. and like there's some like like i said he did some good things he did that those are one of the things that i found is bad because he was a counterpuncher and there's 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 some good things to counter punching, yes. especially, but the next person who needs to be the leader of the free world has to be somebody to bring down the uh, political temperature because like that it, it's, it's pretty close to um, boiling over. And if we don't get back to a point where we can actually have good, solid conversations, like, I here here's my philosophy when I go into political conversations. I don't go into the conversation with a mindset to win. Mm-hmm. I I don't want to win this conversation to to beat you to best you. I win in my mind if I leave the conversation with more information that I came in with. I and that. I always go into a conversation. Now I'm not perfect by any means, but I try to go into every conversation with a mindset that whoever I'm talking to might have information that I don't know. And that I, I feel like if more people went into political conversations with that mindset, that's how we could lower the political temperature. So I I heard a quote on the, uh, I'm a big Joe Rogan fan. And yep. he said, when I love this, he says, you know, who should be the president. The president should be someone that does not want to be president. Hmm, sure. So that means that they want to be there really for that just to help the people and not for his own personal gain. That's who just, George Washington was. Yeah, they exactly. had to essentially drag Washington back into office and they wanted to, him to run a third term after his, uh, after his second term was up. But he's like, no guys, I I'm, I'm going back to my ranch. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't want this because political power corrupts that. that and that's always been the case. Yeah. So uh, I think like you, like you said, the person who becomes president and really a politician in the first place takes up that responsibility with like uh, the heaviness of what that comes with. Yes, it's a big and burden. All, obviously, I think we can start by like term limits all across the board. I think there shouldn't be career politicians. That shouldn't be the case in Washington. And I think, but the sad thing is these people aren't going to vote themselves out of a job. <laughs> exactly. When they've been like Joe Biden for 40 plus years. For, for, 40, 50 Washington years. Ha- hasn't made a dime in the private sector. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I think 
that that one thing is like having I'm, I'm a big supporter of term limits it, it, no matter the case but yeah I, I think that that's a good quote from Joe Rogan and I, I do admire Joe yeah he's 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 common sense right so um he's common sense so see you said something before okay Grayson now whether or not I support um Donald Trump when he was president that doesn't really matter Mm-hmm. the the fact of here is a so everybody watching and listening guys here is clearly an intelligent man okay thank you <laughs> clearly well spoken well thought out i'm pretty sure well read um well educated that voted for donald trump all i ask you and 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 again regardless of how, regardless of how i feel about donald trump it doesn't make me change and i just met grayson we spoke by text it doesn't change i'm like here is this man that voted for donald trump and i'm obviously having a very pleasant um uh conversation that i'm going to learn from this evening and i'm not going to judge why why he listen guys 70 what over 70 million americans voted for him that says something i don't care how bombastic and crazy he is i don't care it says something about the pulse of a country that they're fed up that they did not want, and the same thing here in Canada, I don't want a career politician, or in that case, any type of politician that does it for their own pockets. The problem is that, Grayson, we both know, and I've had political experts on my show, it's it's not going to change on the political aspect of mm-hmm. it. When you said, you said it before, once you get that power, it's very difficult to relinquish it. You no, know, how, is, how yeah. is Nancy, what is Nancy Pelosi's net worth? I heard this. What is it? Three, four, five hundred million? Oh yeah, yeah. She, she she became this rich by by being a politician for her mm-hmm. life, and yeah, no insider trading or I'm sure her husband's company that was somehow that had nothing to do with it, right, Grayson? No, not at all. No, of course not. And <laughs> you know the, what? If, the thing is, the government. I I've always told people is like if you think of the government as a big gun, essentially. That could and the the gun never gets smaller; it always gets bigger, mm-hmm. and that's a almost a cautionary tale of giving the federal government political power. Because however much that I want my side to win in certain cases, there comes a time when the side flips, and then that gun's pointed right back in my face. Mm. So that that that's just a cautionary tale of massive government overreach that. I think has been lost because a lot of people on the right side of the aisle has want is wit for massive government overreach. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, guys, yes. <laughs> that's that's not the case. That's that that shouldn't be the case because and those on the uh, left can't seem to get it through their skull either. That there comes a time when the side is going to flip, and you really want your political enemies how how you've labeled us. To be wielding this power against you, that I, and but that that they haven't gotten that through their skulls yet, unfortunately. No, and 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 I I don't know. I don't think they will. Not, once they got that taste, Grace, and I see it's very difficult, very 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 difficult for them to relinquish it. You know, you take for an example, um, uh, our prime minister and the liberals here in in in, uh, in Canada, when they, the things that they've done, the 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 scandals, the laws that they've put in place. Uh, enacting the Emergencies Act for a couple of truckers in front of the parliament yep. um, without any any consideration of what the other parties were saying in parliament 
mm-hmm. uh, in Parliament, by the way, for the American viewers or listeners, is basically our uh, Congress or Senate. Okay. Yeah. Um, so j- just to um, so it, there was no no consideration, no consideration. Mm-hmm. This is what we're going to do. There was no discussion. There was no listening to the Conservative Party of Canada and the other ones. Uh, the other parties are saying this is a very slippery slope. Only two times this act has been has been um, has been uh, enacted in Canada. Ironically, with uh, Justin Trudeau's father when he was prime minister, and yeah. son did the second. And there was really, guys, let me tell you, there was absolutely no reason to do it. The bullshit mm-hmm. that was coming out of his mouth that was so far from from um, from the truth about yeah. how violent they were and swastikas and their maj- misogynistic and racist at this at this what do you think I, Fam- I, from what was coming out from what we were hearing or at least i was hearing that it was purely because they didn't they were sick of lock the lockdowns like purely. that was the, that was the purely they were against government lockdowns no matter what you thought about covid and forced vaccination sorry i just want to add that no no and forced vaccinations exactly yeah. and uh and that's perfectly fine to be against and no matter what you think, and I, I've had this opinion since the beginning, if you want to get vaccinated, sure. If you don't want to get vaccinated, fine. Just stop. Don't force people. That That's if you point in this. The unfortunate thing is the government failed to convince people before mandating it. So yeah. the, if you failed to convince me to get the vaccine and then you point a gun in my face and like say, get this vaccine, it, it destroys whatever faith I have in the federal government. And I, I think that's really like hurt. <laughs> uh, well, the federal government, then the, during the COVID lockdowns, it's, it's people have lost faith in the federal government, in their ability to like, actually are these, do these politicians really have the uh, citizenry's um, best interest? Like, no, exactly. Far, far from it. it, it and I, and I, if I'm, I could be wrong, but didn't Justin Trudeau just uh, put a cap on handgun sales in Canada? Is that true? Oh yeah, yeah, that that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Gotcha. Yeah, he's he's anti. He would take everything away from us. And I, unfortunately, I, I un, unfortunately, we're too polite as Canadians, as you know. We'll bend <laughs> over backwards. Imagine. I, I actually imagine. played a uh, PlayStation. Uh, I was playing online uh, with one of my buddies. Uh, mm-hmm. Is from Canada, and I was. We were talking about guns. I was like, Yeah, I just got uh, one of my pistols and stuff, and. Uh, he asked me, he's like, what, what reasoning, uh, did you have? Like, and I'm like, for personal protection. And he's like, yeah, that wouldn't fly in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you, you have to go, I, I hear it's a pretty lengthy process. It's, it's uh, very lengthy. Uh, it's very lengthy. You don't even have the right to protect your family if you want. It's, it's, it's kind of ludicrous, but <sighs> not, not only that, Grayson, he's doubled down after mm-hmm. In As hindsight, politicians do. Okay, it's double down after all we've learned about the vax. I don't want to say it all. Who knows? They'll take us down on. on uh, after yeah, all we've learned already. that they're 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 they do nothing to protect you. They do nothing mm-hmm. to to reduce transmission. Absolutely nothing. We've heard mm-hmm. it all. It's basically they're ineffective after three months. It's sure he's still doubling down. This thing, you know what, Canadians. Let's go. Let's get the Omicron one now, and and come on, let's go. And we're going to be eighty percent or ninety percent, and only then will we fully protected of the population if we do. I just it 
it, I can't even tell you how much my brain is boggled. <laughs> it, it's 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 incredible. The things that did you see him today react to the Queen's death? Of course, mm, I, I in haven't. typical in typical Hollywood, Canadian Hollywood sure, fashion, absolutely. makes it all about himself, and he even cried, like a of little course. baby. He's ridiculous. He's like a character out of a cartoon. I, I, I've I've heard some comedians compare him to uh, the female genitalia, so that's part of oh, the course. He, 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 <laughs> he absolutely is. He's he's embarrassing. He's embarrassing, sure. and and. Um, but you know what? Enough of of uh, pretty boy. Um, <laughs> just, now, I want to ask you though: How if if he were to demand that Canadians lock down again? How do you think that would go with like how Canadians are like? Well, okay. So so here here we go. See, here's a great. So, Y'all locked down pretty heavily. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was it was it was it was. It was crazy uh sonia roddy a good friend of mine thanks sonia for tuning in worst pm in history um joe happens to think again joe's a good friend of mine they will <laughs> never do it to us again the people have spoken jt is shaking in his booties let's hope so uh you know what grayson um he will not he would he would not see what well, the thing is here here's a difference we have uh provinces like you have states mm -hmm. okay yeah it's it's not the federal government that made that put the um the lockdowns in place it's actually okay. um because they decided on travel rules and all that right mm -hmm. the borders going yeah. to the border it came down to the provinces and our premier here uh equivalent to the governor in in, in your states mm -hmm. we had the worst lockdowns i i pretty much think uh almost in the world they were that wow. bad with a curfew a curfew really a curfew <laughs> so here's the thing right in wow. october very soon we're gonna go elect a new uh premier in quebec mm -hmm. so as you know and it's going to be he's going to win again it's going to be the same one um and so as you know right leading up to that he's not talking about that the no. minute he's going to go back into power win another term of another four years mm -hmm. and who knows where numbers are going to be sure who knows grayson what 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 he's going to do what he's going to do and and sure. trudeau we still have the arrive canada app that you have to fill out when you're flying and isn't it also on on um, you guys in terms of coming in and out of the country? Don't you have to be vaccinated? Uh, coming into America? Yes. I, I don't believe so. I, I don't. I, I think, um, yeah, I, I don't think we have it coming into America. I think it's going into Canada, I've heard, because I have some family up there that's mm -hmm. still, they still have a <laughs> okay, so have to be vaccinated. But I don't think you have to be vaccinated to enter America. You want a great, you want a great example? Friend of mine, his sister, packs up the husband, mother-in-law, four children, drives to wants to go drive to Florida, gets to the uh, gets to the border. Are you vaccinated? No. Turn them back. Really? Yes. Wow. Where where was this uh, coming in? Uh, probably they were going through New York State. Well, then that makes sense. Oh, <laughs> no, sorry, Vermont. Vermont, okay. I, I'd say if they were coming through the southern border, it, they they'd have free. <laughs> but then, but then I have another friend. Yeah, and a couple of other examples. They asked them, "No, I'm not vaccinated." Go ahead. Yeah. It's so 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 basically all all this to say is that um, I'm pretty sure he will not. They won't. He won't. He won't hesitate. Mm. And despite Grayson, here's my disgust. 
for politicians for this. I'm, I'm not even going to say it because I'm, I'm going to try to, I, I promised my wife, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to swear less on my podcast. Okay. <laughs> so I'm not even going to tell you what I think of my premier. Um, I think he's just a, a, a disgusting human being. I'll be honest with you. Uh, he's a liar, mm-hmm. uh, racist, sure. put it that way, but I won't even get into that. Um, and despite everything, you know, the damage that it did to this province, the mental health, Grayson, sure. the economic, mm-hmm. economic uh, inflation is, I mean, that's a, as a whole in Canada, yeah. but uh, inflation is through the roof. The damage that it did, the suicide rates, the mm-hmm. learning development in young children that were in front of a screen and not in the classroom sure. for no effing reason, for yeah. really no reason at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll give them the benefit of doubt again for the first couple of months or, you know, we didn't know this whole thing. Um, well, everyone, everyone was okay. Well, literally that was the thing we locked down for the first, the, it was only for the, what's it like the two weeks to flatten the curve or whatever they <laughs> told us Americans. And it was only because, and like I said, people don't remember this because they don't have a memory. We only locked down to give the hospitals time to get the beds and the supplies necessary mm-hmm. when the buildup of COVID death. We, it was never intended to prevent people from getting COVID. It was only to help the uh, the hospitals. Yeah. And once people were like, and then two years later, like, it, it, it's completely ridiculous. And, yeah. and we're seeing the, the same effects here in America where the 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 mental toll that being locked down takes on people because we're social creatures. Yeah. We like, and you're going to tell people families they that they can't be, be together. Like that's we, we <laughs> even like it was, it was like a year ago that people in uh, California, Gavin Newsom, the governor was saying that, Oh, you can't go over for um, Thanksgiving. You can't see your family. You you actually there's a limit to how many people you can have on Thanksgiving. Same like, same here. Like I'm like you're gonna like screw you guys. Like <laughs> we, we 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 had police uh, if they were if they were because we had neighbors snitching on them. You had police going in and taking people out and ticketing them. Well, that's just rep- that that gives me memories of what was going on in uh, Germany before World War II. Yeah. Yep. where you had neighbors snitching on each other to the federal government. And Absolutely. that's not a good place you want to be in as a society. No, I'm telling you, we were we were at a very dark place, a very mm. dark, Grayson. And here's my friend Joe again, just to tell you, just to, to let you know how crazy this guy is. We've ordered 10 million doses of the new combined vax. Okay. New combined vax. So what was Is that like... Oh, It'll probably, it'll probably, it'll probably be sufficient, uh, effective on, I don't know, Omicron and God knows which, which, uh, different virus. I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Well, do you, uh, do you remember that like when the pandemic started, there was nobody questioning that, that this virus came out of China in a Wuhan lab. And then towards the end of the pandemic, people were like, Oh, we don't know where it came from. I was like, Mm -hmm. Do you guys not remember like a year ago that nobody questioned that this came from a Chinese weaponized lab and people were like, and that just goes to show you how much power the media has over pu- public perception because Absolutely. they know people don't have that long of memory, especially how fast the news cycle goes. Absolutely. People, people just, it's just in one ear out the other. 
selective memory is what I call it. And I'll yeah. go a step further there. And, and I discussed this with the guys from Between the Liars um, be, because they were, they were intrigued by this. Do you know that um, basically the media uh, is bought and paid for by the federal government? So they have what they call a bailout of $250 million. Mm -hmm. So basically, so here's my question to you, Grayson. So if I give you $250 million here, Luigi C gives it to Grayson. <laughs> um, here's $250 million. Um, I'm saving your newspapers. I'm saving your media outlet. And, and mm -hmm. this is, but I don't, hint, hint, I don't want anything in return, Grayson. Yeah, of course. So, you, of course, being a journalist, you're never going to speak. You're going to speak. You're going to be really critical of the Liberal Party of Canada, right, Grayson? <laughs> sure. Right? Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So there we understand each other. So, um, <laughs> you know, so Sonia says, uh, what scares me is the more people are not questioning the events of the past two years. <laughs> That's exact. No, the impact not. it has had on our children. Um, there was a statistic that I saw, and maybe you guys, Sonia, if you know what, you could correct me. Uh, I think it came out of the States that the development, speech development in young children decreased by something like 400%. Really? During COVID. Wow. Because the child learns by mm -hmm. seeing seeing the mouth as well. Sure. Absolutely. So, and 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 I saw also, I, I have, I have uh, young children, 13 and 8, uh, mm -hmm. 13 and 9, excuse me, and I saw the way it affected them. Luckily, it wasn't that bad, Grayson. Mm -hmm. But I saw some of their friends, how it affected them, how it changed their characters. Mm -hmm. And long-term, the damage that this has done, the number of suicides, mm -hmm. the number of, of broken families, mm -hmm. the number of lost jobs and lost wages yeah. and, and not being able to find a job again because that company went under because of, of, of mm -hmm. uh, you know, economic How many reasons. small businesses oh, no longer exist? Because, like... That, and that's the thing what people don't understand is when the government influences the market, big companies like Target, Walmart, they love that because they know that they can take the government regulation, but their competitors can't. Those little mom and pop shops can't take the taxes that the government is putting on them. So the government is actively killing business, the like counter business to these big box uh, companies. And that's why you saw so much money go to Target, Walmart, all these big chains and all these mom and pop shops had to close because they just couldn't afford to stay open. We're, uh, we're in Montreal and we're known as an international city for our mm -hmm. restaurants. Um, and I'm a foodie, so that hurts yeah, when all these yeah, mom and, and pop you shops. You know how many clothes, Grayson? I, 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 have, I don't have the statistic, but at one point there was... Uh, just in Montreal, we were up to 50. So I'm pretty sure it's over 100. And then oh, talk businesses that closed? Restaurants. Restaurants. Okay. Just restaurants. Man. They, they closed the restaurants. Mm -hmm. And the, oh, okay, delivery is fine. But you're just going to live on delivery? No. So over, I probably think it's probably over 100 restaurants. And, and just in the city, the island of Montreal, imagine that. It, that it's, is it was. That's it's, crazy. It's very, very sad. You know, um, great thing. Joe's a great reminder. Uh, Justin Trudeau is in love with, affair with China, and that's true. By the way, I'm not exaggerating. He, oh yeah, he. I could be wrong, there. but last I heard that there was a rumor of Chinese troops training in Canada 
four. Is that is that, have you have you heard I, that? I, I, I heard it. I never confirmed it. I don't, I'm pretty sure it was. But but the, he yeah. makes he doesn't hide the fact that he's no he, not at all. I, I forgot what the quote was. Is that he admires basically admires a dictatorship. Imagine that. He, no. He, uh, <laughs> in other words, not so many words. That's what he said. Well, so, that even even like being in that realm is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> very, very dangerous. I mean, just to tell you how you could question the sanity of this man. Sure. So, Sonia says, yes, this is correct. I had this conversation with Mateo's speech therapist. She is very concerned. Sonia's son has uh, Down syndrome. So imagine that. Mm -hmm. Thanks for confirming that. No, Sonia. no. And, and the sad thing is that's just not with, with COVID. It's the resurgence of many parents. And, and I love technology, but this is the downside of like the iPads and the iPhones. Yes. And it, it actively um, harms children's, um, their imagination. Like, thankfully, I grew up with Legos and action figures. I didn't grow up with a screen in my face. Same so here. thankfully, I was able to cultivate a, an imagination. But kids nowadays are put at such a disadvantage because their parents just throw them in front of an iPad. God knows what uh, is on the screen now and i there people forget that there was a news story a couple years ago about some pedophiles using this app to talk to children like yes. through the app like it was these talking like these cartoons but a, a man was behind that uh cartoon character well i think i'm gonna correct you grace and sorry okay. gotcha. um um that is not a PED. That is a minor attracted person, Grayson. Oh, okay? forgive me. Minor All right. So you're marginalizing these people, okay, Grayson? <laughs> I, so I, I didn't mean to marginalize. Oh, uh, I know. We don't want to hurt their feelings, right, Grayson? Um, of so, course, so of course. The the there's an entire Twitter had to like kick Trump and all these people, these right wingers off of Twitter. But there's an entire uh, community of maps on Twitter that's allowed to fester. Yeah. Uh, but we're just gonna and, and forget about that. And don't forget Al Qaeda is still on Twitter. Oh yes, the leader oh, of Al Qaeda is also his Twitter account is still that, active. That's okay, right? That's okay. So <laughs> it's great. It's a great. I'm glad you brought that up because that's a good segue for me. Is um, I, I've had this discussion with a lot of people because it, I just I'm not understanding it. I I really won't. I really won't. I I don't. So what is this fascination with gender issues? where someone needs to tell me and and I've I've done a bit of research when it started and there was a few philosophers or something like that mm -hmm. and, and, and actually pro prominent Americans that did some studies even back in the day but what is going on where, where the, the, the the educational and social decay that I'm seeing today mm -hmm. when you have children with hormone blockers getting gender reassignment um it's 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 not even criminal. It's beyond criminal. Yeah, it's 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 borderline demonic at this point. If you're if you're going to, uh, like, if you're gonna put that in, and no matter, and, and I feel bad for people going through gender dysphoria and yes. how you could ever ha be that uh, deranged as a parent to put that uh, mental health issue on your child. It, it's it's child abuse and that's putting it mildly yes absolutely but the thing is is that where all of a sudden well, all of a sudden and sure we weren't having these conversations 10 years ago there's gender dysphoria but now like like uh, um, a prominent uh 
she wrote a book about it. I always forget her, Abigail something. Uh, she wrote a book about it. And you're looking at statistics in a classroom of, of uh, 30 kids. Mm-hmm. 20 of them are girls. And what, 10 of them have gender issues? Yeah. Gender dysphor- No, it's, it's guys, this is not normal. It, yes, it exists. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. I have no problem with that. But I have a problem when it's becoming part of your culture today, sure. that you're putting it, that it's mm-hmm. normal for a drag queen to read books to children at a library. No, Are you? Yeah. It's I'm, Again, I was going to swear, <laughs> but I'm, I didn't do I, it. Are yeah, you kidding I, I'm me? I'm on the same page. It, it's ridiculous. And like I said, we weren't having these conversations 10 years ago, but I think it started with the it, – it's – kind of been festering in academia for a little bit. And I think yes. that's where critical race theory, that's where these gender, these radical gender ideologies, this Marxist ideologies have really begun to permeate, uh, permeates, excuse me, mm-hmm. because there's about nine to one difference between liberal and conservative professors in colleges in America. And when you have that much disparity and that they, they can think whatever they want. And when that's when, where the, um, the new ideas, new ideas is being cultivated down from ac- academia into society, that that's, that's where it's coming from. Right. You have your vice president starting a meeting and t- the, her name or sex and her pronouns. Yeah. Come, could somebody shut her up? Honestly, Grayson. I know. I didn't think there was a more unlikable woman than Hillary Clinton until Kamala <laughs> Harris came on the scene I because I, I cannot stand. <laughs> I, like I watched that video over and over and I cringed. I got a mm-hmm. stomach ache and I just, is, is she, is she, is she, a, is she playing a character? It can't be real Grayson. It can't. Well, she didn't even make it through the American primaries. A lot of people forget about that, that she wasn't even on the ticket for the a Democratic primary, she was essentially last place, and then she got uh, picked as the v- vice president just on the base that she's African American, which mm-hmm. she's not really. So she was a diversity hire, and she's unqualified, and she's been essentially off of the uh, main stage as much as she can. We haven't seen her a whole lot in here in America because I think the weight of vice president, however, what weight that is <laughs> is weighing on her and she's not doing a good job and that's why she's staying out of the spotlight as much as she can and uh, let me apologize on behalf of montreal that the fact that she came she went to school here so i apologize for that oh she did oh geez. yeah she went to uh, <laughs> she went to school in montreal as uh, i think it was elementary school if i'm not mistaken uh, yeah yeah wow. um so okay so listen i'm all for for progressive ideas okay mm-hmm. i really am but when you clearly see things like this in terms of gender issues, especially when it affects the children, um, which is, we've said, demonic child yeah. abuse. I mean, I don't know how how the left could possibly, um, I'm not going to say support this or even allow to have these discussions, guys. This is, this, is, this is beyond politics. This really is. This is just morals. There's, 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 mm-hmm. This is the children. These are children yeah. um, of... of of your of your the future population of your country yeah. the next generation and the next generation it, it's huh it, it it's sad you know and, and so and then and then there's the other another thing that how i amazed how two sides could see 
things differently. And here's this is this is such an irony. And this I'm going to start off by talking about climate change. Okay, of I'm going to talk about climate change. So I'm going to bring up this fantastic, like almost a karma moment in California that wants to outlaw. Right, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. they've already made it outlaw um gas gas vehicles. vehicles from being pr produced and sold in california and i think they but, wanted to outlaw like oil like sales combustion in california as well yeah. yeah that's right that's right and so just a couple of days i believe that <laughs> they put a ask the population to diminish their electricity consumption because the power grid <laughs> is over is overloaded they ask Man. people not to charge their electric cars this over just... labor day weekend because the power grid could have gone out is that amazing now, Grayson? And, the the like, and the thing is the funny thing is those two articles were within days of each other <laughs> it, it couldn't have been more perfect i'm like you guys really like are moving and they're doubling down on this green and I say green energy because it's not really green when you realize where lithium is how and how lithium is mined Thank you. for Thank the batteries. And it's just, it's asinine how these ideas are even. And, and the thing is, I think even the term progressive is not like I'd say you, I wouldn't even use progressive where the left is right now because progressive means good progress. We're getting somewhere. But I think the left has gone so far off the rails that they are no longer progressing. They're no longer progressives. They're regressives. And the sad thing is I understand archetypically speaking what progressives their role in society is to do is just to keep society fluid enough to change in the areas that we need to change in. And mm -hmm. conservatives, they have a job as well to keep us structured enough so we don't all fall apart. There, there's roles to each political party. And I understand that. But when the progressives are no longer moving in the directions that we need to go, they're not doing their job. And yeah. unfortunately... That that job falls onto conservatives, so we're having to play the the goalies and <laughs> and the players and the so, players. And and I think that puts a lot of strain on modern conservatives to where we now have to be essentially do both jobs because the modern progressives aren't doing what they're supposed to do. Listen, I'm all for uh, any society needs to change, right? Sure. Or needs to adapt, change with the times. So what I'm saying is here, why not be a normal thinking person and say, let's give our population a choice, gas, electric, let them decide. Imagine everybody gets electric cars in California. How are they going to charge it? If your grid is already, is already on the blink, right? So that's number one. Number two, do you actually think we have enough lithium in the world to build lithium cars for the entire world? Number three, do you know that Canada has enough oil to supply all of Canada and probably the United States. Sure. And yet Canada, forget about the US, Canada mm -hmm. is still importing oil. Mm -hmm. It's crazy, Grayson. It's crazy. It it's is. And the fat the sad thing is, despite what you think about Trump, he got America to be energy independent in uh, in his presidency. So we weren't taking oil from Ukraine, from Russia, from these other 
countries because we don't need to. Our oil, our we get our oil from Texas and Alaska, and with trading with uh, uh, Mexico and Canada, we we didn't. Why take oil from these other countries when we have our own oil supply? It makes no sense to do that. And what you were saying is with lithium, no, it's it's. And the thing is, the batteries are not stable. (laughs) That's the thing. Nobody like no matter the merits of wind or solar energy, it's the batteries that need like that the moat if you look up the how much r&d goes into new batteries it's the the an ungodly amount of money goes into r&d for new batteries and what happens when they have to be replaced exactly and that it's not sustainable so me we're stupid and that's putting it mildly if we don't go into nuclear energy like just full bore like I'm wanting a nuclear powered car. I don't know about you, but I want a DeLorean from Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah, well, unfortunately, Grayson, people don't know that nuclear energy is the cheapest and mm-hmm. one of the safest, and yet yep. there is still that stigma attached to it. Okay, yep. it's it's and- that fear that from instances like Chernobyl, which the USSR had no business dealing with nuclear power mm-hmm. at that time as a country that they were, and that's putting it. Uh, mildly. mildly yeah. But the thing is, also, there was just discovered thorium, which is also more dense and energy rich than uranium that we've been using. And it's easier, it's more uh, abundant in the soil. So less mining for nuclear, uh, nuclear material, this thorium. And we've also just uh, okayed module, the first module nuclear reactor. So instead of a plant having one reactor they'll have many different smaller reactors mm-hmm. so if one has having problems shut it down fix it and it, but it, not with shutting down the whole plant yeah. and for those who don't know what a nuclear plant is it's essentially the most complicated way of boiling water <laughs> that steam coming out yeah. is water vapor like and, and people don't understand how clean nuclear energy really is. They don't. They don't because and they don't understand also another since we're talking about misconceptions and we're here to educate people, right? Sure. You, you know that eventually uh, oil can replenish itself. Mm-hmm. People, people don't know that. Okay. No. Um, so I and, and you know and and I agree. I, you know you've heard about our uh, Alberta oil sands. It is very it's it's it scars the because the way to extract that oil it's a lot more expensive mm-hmm. because it's it's actually worked in dirt. And it's a very complex and, and mm-hmm. uh, labor intensive and cost. Um, but the, but you see, the, but there's, you know, there's solutions. We don't need to sure. go into these solutions that make no sense. And why the sudden, oh, let's go to emission zero. No, shut up. You, you, you're not going to do it. Stop. You're the not going to do it. The funny impossible. thing is, though, with the stupid Paris Climate Accords oh. that, uh, that we were uh, roped into that Trump thankfully got us out of, the, th- the funny thing is, our America's emissions actually went down more than China, uh, India, the the countries that have the most emissions that were actually are more of a problem. If you care about emissions, it's those countries, not America. I blame it on Greta. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Joe. We needed some comic relief there. <laughs> hey, not uh, not wrong. Who who would have thought listening to uh, a thirteen year old about climate? Uh, would be a bad thing. It's 
it, it, yeah, it's of it's, course, thirteen-year-olds uh, can choose their own gender. They could talk about the climate and, and impact uh, politicians. Uh, why not? Like, but the thing is, they still can't drive. They still can't get firearms. They still can't join the military. They still can't get tattoos. Like, but they could change their gender. Yeah. It makes no sense. It makes no whatsoever. sense. It makes no sense. And. You know, you said something before in terms of uh, being self-sufficient, and we, you know, I brought up the oil mm -hmm. uh, in the states and and in Canada that we could be self-sufficient on that. Sure. And you know, uh, and I, I'm a huge admirer of Elon Musk, and I really hope mm -hmm. he does end up buying um, Twitter. Uh, did you Did you guys know that? I want to go to the Mars, man. I don't know about you. Yeah. I want to go to Mars. <laughs> yeah. Me, me, you, and uh, and Elon, mm -hmm. and Jeff Bezos, but. Yep. Uh, so do you guys know that 90%, I believe this is correct, I think it's 90% uh, of the microchips that are produced in the world, microchips mm -hmm. that uh, power cars, uh, come from one Chinese factory. Really? Yes. And wow. so I brought up Elon Musk because he actually built a factory and he's making his own microchips. Mm. Okay. So, really? He did? Yes. Yes. Wow. Yes. Um, so the, the thing is again here, how much more is it going to take to start to think about being more self-sufficient? How many more examples do you need of a, for example, a Huawei in Canada here, um, mm -hmm. when, and, and in the States, they infiltrated and that, because basically they're just an arm of the Chinese government. No, I don't mm -hmm. care what everybody says to me. We all know it. It's, it's not, even, again, it's not yeah. even hidden. It's, 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 mm -hmm. it's been proven that we need to you know and, and we shut them down in canada so i was actually pretty impressed with that and mm -hmm. uh, they actually arrested the the ceo or something when she came wow. out yeah um so, so yeah and so basically we know we know what's going on we have the you know how much longer is it going to take to start to think outside the box and let's be more self-sufficient let's not allow the farmlands in in uh, in, the, in the united states to be bought over by bill gates Mm -hmm. um it, it, guys i mean this is not good this no. is not good we're not made to buy fake meat or eat or process meat no it's not better for us i don't mm -hmm. again it's been proven it's not going to do anything for us okay now there's, these were just rumors and uh pretty much hearsay here and I, i'm from texas and uh i have some buddies up in oklahoma just north of texas and there were rumors of chinese businessmen buying land farmland up in like north texas and oklahoma for about four times what the property has been worth yes There's no clue who these guys are yes but, and when like that's in the heart of tech like it, of america is oklahoma it's right in the center so and god knows who these guys are what what they're doing here why they were buying up land for three times four times the property's worth and it's it's kind of scary. And also another um, set like another thing is when a country has a very high male population compared to female ratio, mm -hmm. they get pretty militant. And I don't know if you've seen China's population. Yes, it's it's getting pretty. The disparity is getting pretty large to a point where. Um, it's scary. Well, it's, it's so to to add, and it's funny you brought this up. It has it's it's confirmed that um, they are actively spying and purchasing sure. land 
um, also through Huawei and other conglomerates because they, they, for example, mm-hmm. bought um, the equipment at the bankruptcy. Huawei bought when Northern Telecom, which was a huge telecommunications co- um, mm-hmm. company in Canada. It was uh, Montreal-based, I believe, and it was a Canadian company. They went bankrupt and mm-hmm. all the they, they Huawei purchased their equipment. Mm-hmm. And then after resold it, and then they realized it and sold it to, for example, they were calling, they call, and I just heard this story. They called a telecommunications um, company in the U.S. in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. but conveniently close to a military base. Sure, Conven- that, how convenient that equipment is still there, and they know that there's spyware and everything on that equipment. Sure, and that is um, sorry to uh, no, no. interrupt you, but I, I think the most damaging thing that Biden has done is essentially let Russia walk into Ukraine with no, no uh, resistance at all, like on the political front mm-hmm. or, or the military front. And no matter what you think, America right now has turned with Joe Biden as the president has turned us into a paper tiger in the West. And we see these other countries getting militant, like China, mm-hmm. essentially licking their chops over Taiwan. And what yeah. do you think they're going to do Like when they see America is not going to protect our allies when these other uh, countries come in, just guns blazing? Like R- Putin was arming up his military on the Ukrainian border for months before he invaded. And to be honest, despite what people despite what people think about Trump, Putin would not have done that if Trump was president because he knew because he knew that if Trump was in the like if Trump was in the room, you didn't you you didn't push because he was going to push back. And uh, Biden is a pushover like Putin didn't doesn't respect uh, Biden, no, he he sees him as a senile old man, which he is, which he is. I mean, and it 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 doesn't bode well for the world when America looks weak. I and agree. Right now, America looks weak, and w- especially when you have these other countries like China, like Russia, like Afghanistan. Now that the Taliban is in full control of, with eighty billion dollars of our weapons that we left over there, mind you. Um, that's still a head scratcher. It doesn't bode well for world peace when America looks this weak. Well, it doesn't, right? Because we have so much uncertainty everywhere, and some mm-hmm. stuff is still gonna, you know, rear its ugly head, like the situation in Taiwan. Uh, how was this Ukraine, Russia, uh, uh, end up, um, and and numerous other things that have been going on that doesn't even Absolutely. get the, the the coverage or or the importance that it should. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, I agree with you hundred percent. So, you know. Uh, how, how can I say this? Um, <laughs> my good friend Tony Chichi says Putin would have released the Trump golden shower tapes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And Joe again, being the 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 cynic, the forever cynic, the glory years are behind us. I mean, the problem is Joe that we're leaving this world to our kids. That's the problem. No, exactly. That's that's. I think there's a quote. I forget who is it's by, but Mm -hmm. the quote is, um, "I prefer peace, but if there should be um, turmoil 
in the world. I prefer it to be in my time so my kids can know peace. That's good. It, uh, that's not, it's a rough uh, translation like quote, but it gets the point across. It gets to the point across, absolutely. So we want our this world to be around for our kids. So tell me what um, what do you see in the the the, um, the upcoming battle for the White House? What do you what do you foresee happening? Who will be the front um, runners on both sides? Let me let's start with that. I think, um, to be honest, everyone's waiting to see if Trump is going to run again. Mm -hmm. I was on the fence, but now that this the raid on Mar-a-Lago that was mm -hmm. actively like pushed and ordered by President Biden to raid Mar-a-Lago. I think Trump might be on the warpath now and working towards he, he's. But the thing is, if Trump runs, he's going to be the instant primary. And that's my fear that no other Republicans. And that's why a lot of Republicans haven't decided or like openly like started their campaign because everyone's waiting to see what Trump does. If he doesn't run, my pick would be uh, Ron DeSantis from Florida, the governor of Florida. I think he'd be a very strong pick with a uh, maybe a Nikki Haley VP or Candace Owens uh, vice president. I oh, think yeah? strong ticket. Wow. Uh, very, very uh, would get a lot of moderates uh, in America. But the thing is, I don't know who the Democrats have to put up there on on that stage. Well, that's that's the thing, right? I, mean, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't think Joe Biden's going to make it to the end. Like it, if he does make it to the end of this term, he's been looking real rough. So but I don't know if if it's if he does, I don't think he's going to run again. So so what uh, does that leave them? What are you going to put Kamala, Kamala Harris? Harris? Oh, my God. She's no. Come on. The, you the popularity is at what? Negative 10. Exactly. I think the other, maybe Put Buttigieg. I'm butchering that name, but mm -hmm. he 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 looks like the the doll from uh, Don't Scream. So uh, I don't think people are going to go for that. So that that's the thing. I don't see the Democrats have anybody to put up on that stage. To, no matter what the Republican, who the uh, Republican nominations are, and judging by like where america is at right now i think people really like i mean gas in is going up or it's going down but it's gone oh yeah too far up. historically yeah. and people people have been hit in their wallets and i think that's where people's minds are is like they have less money than they did two years ago they're doing worse off and i think the they're going to blame the government, blame the Biden administration, which rightfully so. And I think we're going to see a massive swing to conservatives. I My hope is that we get the House and the Senate back during the midterms. Mm -hmm. uh, it's looking that way. Uh, I've seen some pretty decent um, reports of a pretty uh, big Republican um, say, like majority in the House and the Senate towards the end of the midterms but um i think people are pretty tired of how things are right now and um yeah i think well, they're not they're not energized to get out for democrats especially i know there was some blue wave after roe v wade got mm -hmm. overturned but once people realized oh it just went back to each individual states and uh, abortion's not 
uh, illegal across the board. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's enough to get Democrats to the voting booth. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. And um, I, I think that if that if that's the case, that the you know Republicans win again and take back um, the White House and the Senate, um, that I, I think that what's the most important thing is is stability. Mm-hmm. I think that that will bring it back, and let's hope that when we go back to the polls, I believe next year, God willing, and may God look over Canada, that we do not put this <laughs> I'll be clown, this clown, and that uh, anyway, the conservatives have a really good because we have a, a really popular um, and and has good ideas, uh, Pierre Polivier, uh, which is probably going to be voted as the the leader of the conservative party. Mm. So there's a good chance that yeah, they're going to win. Uh, I my God. Uh, let's hope. Uh, let's hope for both I'll, of our I'll be countries. I'll for uh, my brothers up in Canada, but yeah. uh, I'd say we're in a pretty, like I said, whoever, like I, that's the thing though, like that I disagreed with just the essence of Trump. There was a big push of this like cult of personality that surrounded Trump that I disagreed with. Yeah. I don't you think you should treat any politician the way some people on the right treated Trump. Like I liked a lot of his policies, uh, but this is like treating any politician that they're this second coming of Christ is wrong, no matter what political aisle you're a part of. So and I think that I'd almost prefer Trump don't run and put his support from like behind DeSantis because DeSantis is very well spoken. He's not one. And that's a thing. One of the things that Trump did well is Republicans are no longer going to be voting for these milk toast politicians anymore because we were sick of stuff not getting done. And Trump, no matter what he said, he got stuff done. Yeah. So and he did what he was saying. So I think that's really shifted the Republican Party into voting for more, uh, more patriotic, more um the stronger uh, personality of Republicans. And I think DeSantis is a very good pick for that. And he can bring people from the middle and from the left, I think. So here's the thing, right? I just noticed something. Uh, Now I know why this conversation went super well tonight because I'm a cigar smoker and you see it on my shirt. Oh yeah, you noticed my hat, and I just noticed your hat. Like, come hey, on, the, well, we're it was meant to be. Brothers of the Leaf, man, <laughs> that's yeah. too funny. Uh, Grayson, on that note, uh, I want to say a huge thank you for for uh, for being on tonight. It was uh, a great, uh, again, eye opening, like always, mm-hmm. when I speak to um, my American friends, uh, just to get the perspective down there, what's going on? Because you know what they say. This is the, the why I think it's so important is that. When the states get a, a sneeze, we get a cold in Canada. Yeah. So, Verva, you know, whether you not or not, you have to admit it, we, we rely a lot on mm-hmm. the relationship that we have with the with the United States. So, for for many reasons. So, um, tell everybody where they could get your um, social media and your podcast and all that. I'll put in the show notes anyway. Okay. Well, uh, thank you so much for having me on the show. I really enjoyed our conversation, my man. Um, you can find me at on Instagram at the Conservative Nerd Podcast, and on uh, I'm on um, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts as the Conservative Nerd. You can find me on there, and the Facebook page. The conser- I think that's just the Conservative Nerd. So okay. we're on there, and I think we're on um, 
uh, Truth, uh, Social, and a couple other, but those are the main ones. So if you want to get main updates from the show, it'll be on the Instagram or Facebook pages. And I tried to get out an episode once a week on Apple and Spotify, but like I said, my schedule's been kind of uh, wonky in the interim, but I'm trying to get a solid schedule together, but that's where you can find me. Excellent. Thanks so much again, Grayson. Stay on the air. Uh, just stay on. We'll we'll chat yeah. offline after, and I'll just go on the out, outro here. And uh, thanks again, everybody, everybody for tuning in. It feels so good to be back. I really missed you guys, and uh, I'll see you in the notes and in, in the comments. And I'm gonna read them, and uh, and we'll check. I'll check out all my social media after this, guys. Uh, within an hour, they'll be released on Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh, YouTube right away. So uh, check it out. Thanks again for tuning in, everybody. Have a great evening. I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to the Agree to Disagree show. Make sure you like, subscribe, and tell all your friends about it. Until next time.